Hello everyone and welcome to My Will to Live. Now today we're going to be speaking about depression, uh, being misunderstood and having a will to live because I think a lot of you really enjoyed the depression episode and of course it's a very topical thing so we are going to talk about it today. I will quickly insert a viewer discretion. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm speaking from the heart and I am not a professional um, so I guess yeah take everything with a pinch of salt but of course if you need some support I will include some links down below and I'm also here to speak to. Um, a quick true warning, I will be speaking about depression and mental illness, so if you feel like you will be triggered, then please feel free not to listen. Let's get started. Now, my journey with depression has been a very, very long one, and actually the symptoms that I experienced when I was younger compared to the symptoms that I experience today are vastly different, and I think the best way that I could sort of um, describe this particular situation actually for me and and this being something that you might experience um is that my therapist told me that it is so incredibly hard for me to to cope essentially with all the things that have sort of happened recently and also in my past because none of the wounds that I've had have had time to heal and actually that analogy set things straight for me because I thought of it from a biological perspective and actually remembered say cutting my knee um in PE one day sorry I digress but this is relevant um and the scar never really healing because I hit it several times and I was quite an active person so I would do karate every week you know at school we had to do these mile long runs called the death run and that was also something that I had to do so in a sense it wasn't healed and now I have a nice scar that I tell people about and say that I got bitten by a shark um but actually that was a really good way of looking at how I feel today and my journey with mental illness has actually evolved massively and the pivotal moment for me was when I was in year 10 and everything sort of shifted in my mind. I grew these wings and was able to fly and I think that was what gave me the strength to know what I wanted to do in the future i.e work in psychology or the ultimate dream be a public speaker, which is something that I really want to do. But with all of that came years and years and years of pain and upset and difficulty. And it just became so hard actually to do things. But as I said earlier, you know, the symptoms of depression that I experience now are very physical compared to what they were like before. They were physical before, but I would say that they affected my mood more so than they affected my entire body. But now when I'm having a bad depressive episode, I will feel very, very, very unwell physically, you know, and that can come in the form of chest pain if my anxiety is also really bad, um, you know, sleeping a bit too long, not sleeping enough, not being able to sleep, feeling restless, feeling agitated and disorientated, feeling like something had be, has been taken away from me, essentially, like a limb has gone I forgot brain fog, you know, feeling lethargic, feeling like you've been hit by a bus, memory loss, all of the above, all of that bad stuff. And that's quite horrible, you know, that's quite a horrible feeling to have. And it's more horrible when the people around you don't understand how you feel. Now, the topic of having a will to live, really, is is, is a prevalent one and is one that I think all of us have but something that changes with time right it's like your goals and your motivations in life why are you doing what you're doing today and what is stopping you from achieving what you want to achieve and what got you to where you are today your will to live presumably and my will to live has changed actually 
a lot since I was young. Before my will to live was to make my mother proud and to pave out a beautiful life for myself and for my future family. Then my mum died and I lost my will to live because I admittedly actually spent a lot of my life living for her and that was quite a difficult thing to to deal with. Um, so now I've had to sort of reevaluate my will to live. And actually, I think it's quite fitting that this podcast is called Will to Live because this podcast has become something that has given me hope and given me life in a way, being able to interact with people and share my story and get over the feeling of being misunderstood are very, very, very big things in my life and perhaps big things in your life that you might feel attached to by listening to me ramble and talk about things all the time. Being misunderstood is something that I have been for the majority of my life. And I find the most frustrating moments now, actually, because I wrote something on my Instagram, my um, will to live Instagram, follow it at will to live pod, uh, if you want to. And I was sort of just talking about looking at the past and people in general, society in general, not acknowledging how much of an effect trauma can have over time um, on you, your mental headspace and the way that you perceive yourself. And actually I've done a lot of grieving over the person that I am today and over the person that I was because I realized that because so many things have happened to me, I am in a sense, not the same person that I was when I was, you know, in sixth form. And I'd say that academically, socially, et cetera, I peaked in sixth form really. And if things were different, I would continue to have peaked and I would be a very different person, i.e. I'd be on top of my game. I'd be getting firsts in every assignment or assessment that I'd be given. I would be, you know, in a much healthier state physically, emotionally, but I'm not. So that has been a really hard realisation to come to because it's really painful to see how much and how quickly you can change. But one thing that I realized actually, something that somebody said to me was that that person is still in me, that Kudzai is still in me, and she is what gives me that fire when I'm ready to give up. Does that make sense? Whenever I've been at my lowest points, and I would say that my lowest point is relative to me, of course, and of course your lowest point is relative to you, but over first year especially, I had a really, really hard time with my depression and I ended up trying to take my life several times <clears throat> and that was a really difficult thing to deal with. And every time I did it, let me just say now, I regretted it immediately and it was just, you know, one of those awful waiting games where I had to wait to see the outcome of my actions and know whether or not I would be damaged by the unfortunate circumstances that had unfolded for the rest of my life. But when I think back to then and I think to now and I and I see the growth that I've made and I have conversations with the people around me in my life who talk about how much I've grown over that time, <clears throat> it just makes me feel a lot better because I think as human beings and as social media becomes more of a prominent part of our lives, we spend a lot of time just fixating on the things that we can see because toxic positivity is a huge thing in today's society. And with social media, it's really hard to feel as though you're not in competition with anyone because anytime anyone achieves something good, they will post it. And you know what? No shame to that. If you are proud of what you're doing and you're excited that something great has happened to you, then by all means, talk about it. But I think the people who are perhaps having a hard time with their inner selves and feel as though somebody growing is in absence or in vain of, of their own progress and their own strength. I think that's when we need to take a step back and realise actually that even if 
the most incredible thing that you've done is wake up every day and not end your life or eat or go on a walk every day or every other day or interact with a friend, then that's fantastic and that's progress because every small victory for you now is a huge one for your future self. And acknowledging that has helped me to understand that being misunderstood is actually a fault of other people and not mine because time and time again have I proven to people that I'm better than what they've said to me. I remember being at school and being predicted straight C's for GCSE and that was purely because of the situation that I was in, right? Whether or not this is what my teachers could say, I can tell you that that's the case. My academic performance at primary school was absolutely fine or at least wasn't um, what the teachers at my secondary school perceived it to be. And even in in, uh, primary school, sorry, the teachers just thought that I was incapable of achieving anything and would always belittle me really uh so much to say about that stuff sorry but in secondary school especially you know I wasn't allowed to take extra classes like all the other students who are predicted a stars I wasn't allowed to retake assessments and I literally had to fight to get that stuff done and once I did I was able to prove them wrong my geography teacher at the time told me that I was never going to get into a Russell Group University and that all I could amount to was a C at geography in my A levels I did some coursework got feedback on it did everything that I could in my power and still got a D on that piece of coursework. And in my mind, I thought, you know what? There is absolutely no way that I will ever amount to anything more than a D. And guess who on results day walked up to my teachers with my certificate in my hand and with a place at a Russell Group University. And with an A in geography. (laughs) Me and my beautiful mother was standing beside me and said, you know what? she did it and she proved you wrong. They didn't really have much to say. And then I come to university and all of these things have happened to me. And I kind of just sit and think, well, I know who I could have been, but that's completely irrelevant because actually I need to love the person that I am today. And instead of being bitter and angry and upset over the things that I wasn't able to achieve or accomplish, I will work on myself and getting to where I want to get to. And I've had to still fight. You know, I've had people say to me, you're not going to amount to anything or there's no way that you're going to graduate with X, Y, and Z grade. And actually, I think at this point in my life, it's very, very, very important that I let go of those fears and insecurities and try my best because I've done it before. And you need to remember that too, because you've also done it before. And I'll let you know how I do at the end of this degree. And, and you know, whenever I walk away with a degree, and obviously I'm hoping that it's going to be a good one. But, you know, I think that's sort of a lot a lot that I've covered, a lot that I've spoken about, and it has been quite on and off really, or more so spontaneous than on and off. But I covered a lot of topics, being misunderstood, having a will to live, depression, taking hold of all of those things, but having that inner fire and inner drive within yourself to know that you're better than what anyone ever has to say about you, for it is the magistrate who sits in your heart that judges you. And that's the most important thing that you could carry to your grave. Whatever anyone decides to say about you is a reflection of them. And actually, sometimes it's really hard to get up a thousand and one times again. But I can promise you that you will be so proud of yourself once you've gotten up for that last time and you've done that thing. And all you can look back on is the turmoil, but also the things that you have managed to achieve and the testament that has been to you as an individual. I'll end it off here. A bit of a motivational one, I think. 
but I hope you're okay. I hope you're well. I'm sending you lots of love. Like I said earlier, please follow my Instagram at will to live pod. I post a combination of uh, life updates. I mean, not really that, but you know, just things, some quotes with pretty black backgrounds and stuff like that. If you want to, if you want to have that on your, on your feed, but yes, thank you for listening. Love you lots. I'll see you soon. Bye.